Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Bridgestone Tires just rolled into Midas. And if you roll in, we've got an exclusive deal for you. Get $70 back in Bridgestone rebates plus a $50 reward card with paid installation. Shop Bridgestone Tires at Midas.com. Hello from the children of planet Earth. Children of Planet Earth. I just got back from football practice. Did you know that's where I was before you no, came I over? No idea. Yeah, I was waiting. No, you weren't. That's true. I wasn't. That was very good. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be two hours, but they were doing a water balloon fight, mm. and I was like, "I'm recording something." <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to get soaking wet. Um, it's going well. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Glad to hear it. So rude. Oh, jeez. It's going great. Thanks. These kids, have you ever seen a kindergartner playing football? Um, no, but I'm also not sure that anyone has. What are you talking about? We, we fill the seats at practice. Um, but it is, uh, yeah, I'm glad, we, I'm glad I watched Home, home Team. Home, home Team, team yeah. yeah. Glad I watched that. I mean, those kids were like probably seventh grade or something. But um, you know, these—it's something. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically if you can tie a shoe, you can be a kindergarten football coach. <laughs> you know how many shoes I tied today? <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you know how many water breaks? You know, it's funny. My son—it's been hot lately, so I'm yeah. I would hope. Oh well, yeah, it's hot. Um, my son is—I don't know—he's not as big as the other kids. 
Um, because I was the smallest kid in my class until um, sophomore summer. Mm. So I'm not expecting them to like be the tallest kids or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But uh, he's you know he's definitely one of the he's got the most uh, heart heart. Which he's is the, the Rudy, he's thing. the Rudy of the team. Uh, help me. <laughs> um, but yeah, things are going great. Thanks for asking. So today we're talking about uh, the outfit. The outfit just came out in 2022, directed by Graham Moore. Um, it's actually his directorial debut. Oh, is it? Yes. Hmm. And uh, it is. Oh, okay. So you know how when we watch, you know, we've seen a lot of action movies, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I assumed. This was an action movie of some yeah, kind, right? A period piece. Um, action yeah, movie. Called yeah, The Outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got Cap- you know, not not not, uh, not Capone, but uh, who are we talking in this era? Um, I actually don't know. Uh, I know a lot about the Five Families and uh, the New Jersey Mafia, but uh, I don't remember. But we're still, you know, we're in a yeah, we're in a definitely a, a, a gun toting Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So I knew there were guns. Yeah. So I assumed. There was some action. Now, it's funny to go from... Hey, there is. There is. There, yeah. We go from ambulance... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. ...to this. It is... And that other one, Rathaman. Yeah, we did Rathaman. Um, so I, I kind of thought I was, you know, doing like a theme. Yeah, yeah. Right? Sticking with a theme. Sticking with a theme. And then you're, like, you're watching this and you're like, wait. Guns, car chases. This guy's making a suit. <laughs> um, it should have... When I saw focus features, I should have been like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, this okay. is <sighs> it's a drama. Drama. It's a drama. Yeah. But usually dramas, it's a little bit. It's got like a a bit of a thriller vibe to it because there's like a lot of tension. It's not a drama where okay. it's like it's like people like oh I can't believe this has happened to me. Poor my family or whatever. It's a drama like. Uh, okay, I'm in a tense situation, and I don't know how and to get out of it. And the outfit was Capone's thing while he's in yeah, prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, but he's, he's been dead by this time. I think he died in like '49 or like. But it's his, or you know, like it's that. his legacy. It's essentially his organization. Yeah. yeah, and you've got people vying for control of it. And you've also by this time got an awful lot of uh, um, political, you know, buy off. So like, yeah, there you don't have the ability to go to the police or anything like that. So it was released on February 14th, 2022. Um, and then it was released, that was in, uh, whatever film festival, mm. uh, came out in the States on March 18th. Oh, speaking of States, don't we need to go over the States? Our biggest listeners? Oh, we should do that. We should Because I forget. That. Hold on, let me do that. Let it's me important. Do it is, yeah, it's important, because... It's where yeah. a lot of our listenership is. Yeah, they're like, oh, he said the name of my state, so I'm going to keep listening for That's the right. next 10 minutes. <laughs> Alright, so we'll do the U.S., and we are going to call... Well, they haven't changed much. Um, which is fine. Which is fine. And I'm going to name the top five states of the podcast. Uh, if you'd like your state to be in the top, make sure to... Uh, share it with your friends. To share within your state. Or only. just listen to it a bunch of times. Right. If, if we're really that interesting. So I'm going to name the state, and then JT is going to name a city, and we are going to thank that city for their listenership, even though I can break it down by city. <laughs> but I want to see if you're if you're right. I want to see if I can just no. You're not going to off guess the that. cuff name a city. I'm sure you'll be fine. These are these are pretty easy. All right, to me, you should be okay. 
All right, number five. Where's my geo geolocation? Number five, Virginia. Virginia. Thank you, Roanoke. Wow, <laughs> you picked Roanoke. All right. Have you there, been? There Have is you been? one. No. You've never been to Roanoke? Never been to Roanoke. Never been to the original Roanoke, and I've never been to the current city, Roanoke. Oh, okay. Oh. Should I go? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I mean... I mean, you know, it's it's weird when things have a history, mm-hmm. um, such as that, <laughs> and it becomes kind of like touristy, but not, yeah, you know? Yeah. So you go to Salem, Massachusetts, and you're like, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's very thematic is this there. Is appropriate? Uh, I will <laughs> say, I went to Salem, Massachusetts, like, I think I was like three weeks before Halloween once, and uh, it's getting hectic at that time. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild town at that time. Just tons and tons and tons of people. Well, I can't so. say that about Roanoke. Um, number four, I believe this is new to the podcast. Okay. Nevada. Nevada. No, we had Nevada last time because I said because I said stoplight. Uh, oh, you did Nevada. Say. So now I'm just going to say Reno. So thank you, Reno, right, thank and thank you, you Reno. Reno, and stoplight. I mean, you right. guys are staying up there, and you guys have a low population state, so you're doing well. I want to see. It's all Las Vegas. Every single person listens. Well, thank you, Las Vegas, as well. <laughs> thank you, Las Vegas. <laughs> I just wanted to see if it was like I don't expect that any of our listeners uh, are from stoplight, so. Yeah, but you could, you know what, you know, Reno, Vegas, you're, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, number three, Ohio. Ohio, thank you, Toledo. Thank you, Toledo, Should Ohio. I thank our city one of these days? I don't know. Don't. <laughs> um, and number one, which I believe they were number one last time, uh, New York. Buffalo, you're doing great. Thank you so much. And just as a heads up, Brooklyn is our number one city. In New York. Mm, okay. So, thank you, Brooklyn. Well, that's a borough. But we appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you, Brooklyn. to the borough of Brooklyn. I'm just trying to be accurate. Thank you. Because the they borough. are part of New York City. And I well, believe they feel proud about that. Most of them. Most of them. But I like Brooklyn more than other areas of the city. All right. Um, he doesn't like Staten Island. <laughs> so the plot is about an English cutter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who comes over here? See, see. I mean, it's hard to explain because like, there's so many things that aren't real at the end, right? Mm-hmm. So many lies. Yeah, yeah. Layers and layers of lies throughout this whole sh- movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's the, it, who's the best liar? Is really what it's all about. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, do they ever leave that? building no i i, I liked that though because it felt like you're watching a really well done play it no that's that's where i'm headed okay because i was like they, they never they never leave the building it's to my knowledge i don't think no yeah it's always <laughs> like within the same three rooms this is the most play-like film i've ever seen in my life yeah, yeah. and i i'm even Me too. i'm even taking into account films that are Directly, like frame for frame, plays. based off of plays. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I don't know, it's just, it's weird how... <laughs> it's, how... it's blocked like a play as well. Yeah. So it's like everything, it really feels like you're watching a play. Everything about it. But in a good way. Yeah. It's not, it's, it doesn't feel stilted or 
disjointed at all. Like it feels like you're kind of, it almost feels like you're the director sitting on the side of the stage and watching this thing. Yeah. That's how good it is. Um, but it is, it is boring in a way. Uh, I actually was not bored with anything. I was pretty bored. I, I, I mean, if you were expecting an action movie, well, that's why. Like once I saw the guy like scissoring cloth, I was like, "There's no way this is going to be an action movie." <laughs> he stole my scissors, you know. <laughs> well, and the scissors become a pretty big part, right? They, they become a prop. Yeah, they do follow the mammoth rule, but uh, an act too late. But it's it's okay. Um, so his wife and daughter were killed uh, while he was uh, at his store on Savero. Um, where he became a you know famous cutter. Yeah, uh, it's very important. Not not famous, but uh, very Just good at his extremely craft. talented yeah. cutter. Yeah, um, he meets uh, who? What is the name of that? Uh, you know that Irish mob boss. Yeah, you know what? I am bad about names in general, and I just I didn't really get very many of the names. In I the think movie. it's the Boyles. Yeah, the Boyles or Roy like that. or Doyle or something like that. No, it's yeah. Boyle. It's a Boyle. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so the Boyle family. He meets the uh, the head the head boss, mm-hmm. right? And the father uh, of the family. Yeah, Roy Boyle's the father. Richie's the son. The son. Yeah. And they. You know, and he, he makes a suit for him. While he makes he's a trying suit to get for established him. in in Chicago. Roy likes fancy things, so yep. he likes fancy people. British yep. people are fancy people, according to Roy. Okay, uh, and then there's this, uh, you know, infighting between the La Fontaine family. Yeah, um, there's like a war. There's like a yeah, like a mob war kind of yeah. thing. And you never leave the building. Uh, characters leave. Do things Characters come back? Go in and out, just yeah. like a play. Just like a play. <laughs> and exit stage right. Exits, yeah. And you know the whole time you. Okay, I will say this. You cannot guess the ending. No. In multiple well, ways. No. Yeah, you really. There's definitely okay. Let's say there's like four. I mean, parts we've given away some of it already. Right. right. There's like four parts to the ending. Nobody would guess any of those. Yeah, yeah. That's Maybe true. one of one of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> uh. It is very well written. I would like to, uh, you know, say to Graham Moore that this is a... Um, Did he write it as well? He wrote it. Directorial debut. Okay. Um, he was probably uh, best known for The Imitation Game. Okay. Have you seen that? I have not, but I've wanted very to Very powerful that. movie. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, he's, uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's good. He's a good writer. Um, and with this, we found out he's a good director, at least with the film that is not really like a lot of films. Yeah. You know? Uh, Acting-wise, uh, top-notch. Yeah. You know, especially... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's... Wicked. Uh, Wicked good. Now, uh, Mark Rylance is... Uh, I don't know what people would know him from. Um, he's more than anything a stage actor. Okay. I could totally see that because he had enormous poise, yeah, uh, and just like this ability to like remain like I the whole time I was watching was like there was no way this guy's not a um, a method actor, like he is like in the role a hundred percent until the movie's done. Um, from nineteen ninety five to two thousand five, he was the first artistic director to Shakespeare's Globe in London. Okay, yeah. Um, so he has a lot of behind the scenes um, knowledge. Uh, he appeared in um, Much Ado About Nothing, Richard the Third, 
Sure. Uh, Twelfth Night. So, I mean, he actually won uh, Best Actor nominations for Richard III. So, he knows what he's doing uh, in many aspects of theater. And as far as I have never seen um, any of the shows that he did with uh, BBC or Channel 4. So, I can't really speak to his television work. um, But... He was uh, James Halliday in Ready Player One. Um, hmm. He was uh, <laughs> the giant in BFG. And mo- most recently, uh, he played um, the creepy character, the creepy uh, guy that goes around sniffing people's hair in Don't Look Up. Oh, Okay. Um, so he plays kind of this older guy who talks kind of slow, who sniffs people's hair. He's kind of like, hey, uh, very interesting character. Hmm. I don't think it's based off of anything. So, anyway, very good actor. And this, uh, you know, as far as to my knowledge, is his best work. I did not see Dunkirk. Have you seen Dunkirk? I have not seen Dunkirk. I opted. Which is weird. I would have guessed. Yeah, I know. I um, I would love to see Dunkirk. Um at the at the time that was at the same time that the Churchill movie was coming out, and I was all about that. And I just have not gotten around to watching Dunkirk. Uh, maybe I will this weekend. We'll see. Uh, I actually bought the Blu-ray when it came out because I was like, I like Chris Nolan. I like um, everything I've ever seen him do. So I know I'm going to enjoy this. Although I've heard other people didn't enjoy it, but that's fine. Well, I haven't seen it either. Um, I think it would have been a good idea to watch it after the Churchill film. <laughs> It would have been, if <laughs> right? I had like been directly after, it. Yeah. Um, but I have not seen it, and I feel bad because that uh, he's he's not a lead in it, though. Uh, yeah, but but I'm, he's in it. Just having him in it is like that's enough to be like, okay, I actually do need to like grab that Blu-ray and watch the movie. Yeah, have you seen? Probably not. Uh, the tr- trial of the, of the Chicago Seven. No. Okay, he's in that. Um. Waiting for the Barbarians, Johnny Depp, Robert Patterson. Never heard of that. Which is weird because aren't they in that other movie together? Johnny Depp and uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Aren't they in something else together? Uh, not to my knowledge. Nah. I don't follow either of them, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway, Dunkirk looks like probably the big one. Um, that I mean, he played the title role in the BFG, but... It's all CG. So yeah, it it's all CG. And, yeah. yeah, Dunkirk is your big one. I would be interested in seeing uh, seeing him in other things because he was so freaking good in this. Yeah. Like, really, really good. That was I think that was part of the reason why I wasn't bored. I was like literally just watching him like be this person. Hmm. Uh, and I know I've mentioned on the podcast in the past how much that really like works with me. If the character is compelling but you're not driving it too hard to make it compelling oh this was the most subtle acting i've seen in years oh yeah yeah (laughs) by far uh and the the really cool thing is that like i don't know it just felt like with hd you can get so much more out of it uh and so like he's doing so much more that you see that you would not have seen back in the day if you had seen a piece of acting like this Hmm. uh it's worth it just to see his acting but everybody's good in it um, I also liked how the characters who played the mob guys were like they really they fit the era. 
so to speak, which is to say, you know, nowadays uh, mob guys are like very New York style or very Godfather style. Um, and these mob guys were very much like Midwestern. They had really good, subtle Chicago accents. Um, they had a manner of speaking, which is not, you don't really hear it in movies because it's not how we talk anymore. But they really talked like people from the 50s. It's just so good. But it's none of it's over the top to the point where it just dominates your focus. It just draws you right in and you're like there. You're on the side of this event happening in this clothier's shop. Uh, just very compelling from all cases. Uh, especially the, uh, his, I guess, secretary. I don't know if she was... Like what, what she was well, a, not assistant. really assistant because she doesn't cut, but yeah. she she folds. She like I guess uh, uh, takes orders and schedules and answers the phone and stuff clerk. like that. Yeah, clerk probably it's a good term. She was extremely compelling too. Um, I just thought like all around it was a, a just killer, killer good movie. Um, just because he was so good, uh, I do want to give a heads up. Um, there was a movie. Uh, it's being directed by uh, Terrence Malick. Um, it's a film based off uh, kind of the later life of Jesus Christ. It is, it's been in production for a long time. Uh, it's called The Way of the Wind. Uh, it's actually, it used to be called The Last Planet, now it's called The Way of the Wind. Um, uh, Mark Rylands uh, will, will be playing four different versions of Satan in the film. Oh, that is interesting. I know. <laughs> I think that's so it. Now I'm really curious. I'm just looking at the things he's playing in the future, and it says what role you're playing, right? Satan. And it said Satan. Satan <laughs> so four <clicked> times. <laughs> Satan X4. Um, and if he brings this sort of like calm, cool, collective kind of situation, yeah, yeah like, yeah. you know, no sweats. Just reserve. Yeah. yeah. I think it's confident, gonna, confident reserve. I think it's going to be quite the Satan. Yeah. So, keep that on your list. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, could, that could be good. Uh, the Way of the Wind. So, anyway. I don't really want to give away too much because it is kind of a usual suspects kind of feel to me. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah. It goes places where you don't expect. And there, there's actually one distinct part where I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You guys are screwed. Right. <laughs> Just like out of nowhere. Uh, such a great movie. Yeah, I, I mean, really enjoyed it. Very well written. The mind games uh, that this movie will play on you is criminal. Yeah, um, I mean, especially for something that's like it, on the surface, it's so plain. It's so. It's like so, everything is so understated. It's really, really well done. Right. Okay. Yeah. Very, very well done. Yeah. So if you could, just because we do have that August first special. Mm-hmm. Um. Can you, not to record, not to record an episode on, um, but just kind of look at his performance, maybe a YouTube or something, uh, in um, Don't Look Up. Okay. Uh, just kind of to see, you know, because this is, uh, we're going to be talking about Netflix and versus HBO versus Paramount versus Peacock, right, basically. And that's an original film you haven't seen, yep. even though I've talked about it multiple times. Yep. And what was the other thing I wanted you to look at? Dunkirk, maybe? I don't know if you have time to watch Dunkirk. Because it's not available anywhere. I don't know if it's going to I have help. the Blu-ray. 
You own it? I own the Blu-ray. Who buys a movie? Uh, that was back when it first came out. <laughs> and doesn't watch it. Oh, uh, no. See, I Ryan and I used to work at Best Buy. And when I worked at Best Buy, if a movie was on sale and I thought it was a good price, I'd just pick it up. You know, so. Yeah. It was back in those days. I know people don't buy movies anymore. And I don't either. But that oh, was the like, Imitation that was like, Game. That might be one of the last ones I watched. Yeah, I will watch the Imitation Game. That's the one about Turing, isn't it? No. It's not. Okay, so I'm confused. Is it? It, it's about the uh, wasn't it about the the the, the de- decoding the Nazi. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Alan Sorry. Turing yeah yeah Alan Turing a what what it was he was a Sipton Sipton a what Siptonist uh Kryptonist cryptographer Kryptonist Kryptonist Siptonist he was a person made out of kryptonite kryptonite. That's what it is. He was a Kryptonian. Samsonite. He was a Kryptonian. <laughs> yeah, the Kryptonian, the famous Kryptonian, Alan Turing. Uh, but yeah, that's a great movie. It's yeah. uh, it's available. I'll, I'll give it a watch. I just yeah, just uh, Wait, where is it available? Netflix. Netflix. All right. I feel like it's good to, when we mention these things on here because people might be like, oh, I want to watch that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if if you liked this movie, um, with its writing, mm-hmm. even though this is more of a true story. Right, what? Uh, who who plays Alan Turing? Is that Bucket Crunderdunder? <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, well, Benedict. Okay, good. Because uh, I like him too, and I'll I'll give it a watch. So yeah, I'd like to see him uh, play play opposite of uh, of uh, our boy here, Mark Rylance. Mark Rylance. They'd be good together. Uh, so yeah, I'm not going to give away the ending because I do think it's worth a watch, but it isn't. Um, you know, it's not a popcorn movie. It's not a <laughs> no. It's not. It's not. It's like a. It's like uh, have like a nice glass of wine and just kind of yeah. take the movie and take it's, it in. It's like an osmosis movie, right? You just kind of experience the thing slowly. Yeah. Know? This, uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of movies, right? This season, we've talked about movies that are total popcorn movies. We talked about shows that are total alcohol shows. <laughs> we talked about, you know, just things. That are required to watch. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'm not saying you had to drink wine with this, but I do see how that could... Uh, it is like a wine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, one, one of the concepts I had while I was watching was like, I feel like I'm getting a flavor for the country at a specific period in time. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, like, a, there's like an the... ambiance or an aroma that's just like there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, without having to... See any of it. Yeah, because like all you see is the inside of the shop. I think you do see the outside of the shop like twice. When he leaves. Well, I feel like at the very beginning you see the outside of the shop. You do. And then you're inside the shop. And then at the end you see the outside of the shop. And I think that's actually a brilliant directorial move if we're staying with his character wherever he is. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's some next level stuff that we we don't really see. See, movies used to be art. Um. (laughs) Yeah, and now they're, yeah, they're basically just like, how would you describe a lot of the movies these days because we've seen a lot of movies that are like entertaining but like you'll never think much of it again yeah so ambulance you'll never think about that right, movie right. again you'll never watch so it again. if i first of all all of disney plus is just mcdonald's okay yeah okay um sometimes you get a few things that's like maybe an arby's or a wendy's yeah okay okay <laughs> this movie is going out to a steakhouse and having a real proper meal yeah you know like this yeah. is 
This is I, it is a place where the sides are cost extra. They're separate. Yeah, and like you you order and it's like you get like the tiny little serving, but it's so satisfying. Yeah, the you flavor. Know? Yeah, you know, you can have a small bite and it can have many layers of flavor. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's what this is. Yeah. This is a fine dining experience. When we've been eating, we've been doing a lot of McDonald's lately <laughs> on this show. <laughs> a little bit of White Castle here and there. Woo! Oh, what is? Uh, Oh, and we had a few Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> At least two times. At least two times. But if you if you were to compare movies to food, your restaurants, I guess this is uh, this is a really nice restaurant. So yeah, yeah. I feel like I had to dress up to, <laughs> almost to go to this restaurant. Almost like you feel like it would be nicer if you're like dressed up in a nice suit. Yeah. while you're watching the, the film. I would have, you know, that's always my favorite people part. People used to do that. People used to dress up to go to the theaters, like, and not just because they were on a date, but like, not like just, Minions. You would just, you would have a suit on you, and you'd go to the theater. Not like Minions, correct? Yeah. Even though I did see that movie, the same thing. Like if you if you look at old pictures of people like in baseball stadiums and stuff, everybody, all the men mm-hmm. were wearing suits, which is. Uh, yeah. And the women wore so, hats. So women wore hats. Almost just everywhere. having this movie in that sort of a time period about a guy whose job it is to make people nice suits, and. We should we should not we should not forget to add this. I wanted to add this. I remember thinking of this while I was watching the film. Like, I think this guy really learned how to actually do a lot of this work because you know, he yeah, does yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of this work. There is uh, in the film, and I'm like, when you watch things being made, right? You usually have close-ups of hands yeah. on certain scenes, or you have close-ups of just you know faraway shots where the actual or you see actor something isn't. moving through like a, a machine, yeah, right. Um, this, you know, when he was tracing out that suit for himself, yeah, uh, that was him drawing it and yeah. him looking like he was taking pretty legit measurements. Yeah, and there's like many times in the film where he's sitting down and now he's like stitching something. Yeah, it's like and a it, safe like, space. To it'll, do it'll, yeah. they, they'll show him working on this thing for a good three minutes and he's like making progress while he's, it's, yeah. it's incredible. He is sewing. <laughs> it's really incredible. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, total, total, uh, total melt your mind kind of layers on that ending. So that's why I'm not <laughs> going to talk about it. Normally, I'll talk about an ending because it was worthless. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Like we gave away the ending pretty quick to some of those movies, <laughs> uh, just because we were warning you that ending disappears like a stone in a pond. Yeah, but this, this is, uh, this is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do our movie rating. We won't do commercials because you know we're wrapping up, wrapping up our season. So if you want to fill out your all right BS movie rating, um, this has a pretty, pretty high. Uh, probably pretty. High, it's 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 gonna do well, <laughs> I think. So we have five categories. We're. Uh, mm, yeah, I like that too. And then we'll just do a, a three on the source because I don't really know. I think it's original. What I think it's with? original too. I guess you could be like, well, Chicago the in era. the 50s maybe. Yeah, you know then, what? Then maybe. With yeah. Chicago in the 50s, I'm going to change what I had. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. Script and story. What do you get? I gave it a four. Okay. And the reason I gave it a four is you were talking about, you know, you don't see the things coming at the end. And I know we had a lot of high praise. Um, a little bit of that, I it felt just the slightest bit disjointed. It's like, to me, the movie is 
so close to being great. But I don't know if on the level of script and story, if it actually is great. I would need to watch it again. So in in my heart, I want to give it like a 4.5. But I think I'll go with a 4 because I'm, I'm, I'm kicking it up a notch for some of these other categories. Okay. So... Well, I uh, originally did a four, and then I went to a five, and then back to a four. Oh, okay. But I'm giving it a five. Okay. Um, just because I'm so desperate for originality. Yeah. I know we talked about, uh, you know, <laughs> the Pentaveret, um, which also was original. <laughs> which also was original. Very, yeah, very, yeah. very, very original. Um, but this was even more original than that. Not like we haven't seen movies about people who make suits or whatever. And, well, I think the other thing about the originality with this movie is that it did not rely on gimmicks or it didn't rely on anything. A- excessive yeah. uh, humor. For yeah, it was like very much just straightforward life. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. It's one of the most original films I think we've talked about. Yeah, certainly since I've been on the podcast. Yeah, and that's why I give it a five. All right, acting and cast. I gave it a five because, man, they everyone did a great job. But what's his name? Mark, R- R- whatever whatever his name is. I don't remember his name. He did an oh, out-of-this-world job. Rylance. Mark Rylance did an out-of-this-world job. Uh, I would, I, I'm would. i prepared to kind of watch anything with him in it, just based upon what I've seen in this movie. Well, if you want, you can watch uh, Angels and Insects from 1995. You can watch uh, Intimacy from 2001. The Other Boy, Lynn Girl from 2008. Uh, There's plenty of things. Okay, so he's got a catalog. But he does not play as big of a role. He's not not been a main character until this? Not like this. Okay. You know, you can be be a main character in a movie. I don't really think of anybody who's been this much of a main character. Have you been... Have you seen a movie... Where the main character is constantly there. You and know what I mean? It constantly and exclusively constantly. there. Like we were talking like this 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 man is in this movie for the full two hours. Yeah. Like the only one that is coming to mind is um I can't even think Castaway. This is like twenty four level of constantly <laughs> yeah, being yeah, with yeah. one person. Yeah. Well, but I'm pretty sure they go away, don't they? Yes, they yeah, do. Cut, the 20, 24 done. cuts around a lot. Yeah, well then that doesn't so. count. You can tell I'm not a fan. <laughs> Love the show. Love the show. Um, yeah, Castaway is the only one that I think. But I think even in oh, Castaway, Castaway. Yeah, even yeah, in Castaway, yeah. they do a few go breaks. elsewhere. Yeah. And like, I, I, yeah, you're right. I can't think of one either. I mean, where like is, it literally is every single scene. If not in the background, maybe he goes him. into another room for a minute. But it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are with him always. Yeah. Almost. Um And that's that's very different. And that is. Uh, much respect. Yeah. Absolutely. Much respect. Uh, five as well. I will say that Richie felt over the top, but I did have to take into account that, you know, high pants era kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's part of what I liked is that... Uh, I've heard I've heard uh, baseball broadcasts from that time. Yeah. And that's, that's how it sounds. <laughs> right. Well, part of the reason why people sounded like that on broadcasts was because the microphones couldn't really pick up things as well. And so people were like trained to speak with an upper voice because it could pick up the upper voice more effectively. And we have much better microphones now. But there, there was to a, we certain, don't. to a certain degree, people did talk differently in those yeah. in those days, and it really felt like it really felt real. It really felt like you were there in those time periods, just based upon the voice. So like you've got people wearing these suits that are slightly different. Um, I don't know. Just everything about it, I thought was was great. I, 
his his portrayal I didn't even think was over the top. I just thought it was like he's kind of like the young punk kid yeah. who's like got uh, who's got um, a, a short fuse, and he's in this organization that allows him to do these crazy things, and so like he kind of just has this little uh, sarcastic tone to him at all times. I don't know. I thought I thought it was good. I thought everybody killed it. What about Francis? Uh, the enforcer. Yeah. I liked Francis a lot. Uh, the only, If I had a complaint, I wouldn't even put it on the, the guy doing that, the acting. Uh, it, he seemed to switch from uh, like helping and protecting to like uh, I'm going to betray uh, a little bit faster than I would have expected. But that's part of the script, uh, which yet again is you know part of why I'm sticking with it for. But I thought he was great too. I thought he was really good and like kind of you know scrambling to get away with this thing, you know, um, just just good. I'm giving it a five. All right, visual special effects. I'm going to give that a five as well. Okay, because there aren't many occasions for needing special effects, but where they have special effects needed, it just like it's just up front in your face, and uh, you know the violence that takes place is uh, it it's portrayed in such a way that. It's, feels and seems real to the point where you're uh, a little bit like aghast that this is going on which seems authentic because so many movies like they give you something that's supposed to make you kind of horrified by what you're seeing but it's so over the top and so ridiculous and it seems so fake that you're just kind of meh about it you know this is this is special effects really well done I give it a four okay because I gave it all fives so far, uh, but also I, I can't I, keep giving it five. You know, I uh, I've never been shot in the gut, right? Yeah. Um, the blood was a little too light for me for a gut shot. Okay, that that might be. I have to go back and look. Not uh, the, not the blood that was leaking out of the thing. I mean, no, no, but that was you know that blood has been oxygenized longer. Oxygenated, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oxygenatedized <laughs> longer. Oxygenatized. Um, so in my head I was, and then am I, I'm like, well, th- that trunk scene, you know, it's funny. That is when I really got into, every time they showed the trunk, I was like, how would they do this for the play? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, if yeah. I did the play, I would make the trunk, the entire play center stage front. Wow. Okay. Okay. Which would re- involve that actor being in there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you wouldn't put a door in the bottom or something. Yeah. No, no, you would have to see it so you could see the drums. So it was, yeah, so it'd have to be a reasonably good-sized trunk so that the... Yeah, but then you can... There. No, because you don't want to block anything. Oh, okay, man. But anyway, I was thinking about this the so whole time I'm watching. Be like, he'd be like one of the best actors ever because you're in the trunk yeah, for like But then he would have to release acts. the block. He would have to be able oh, to release Oh, okay, the I gotcha. Yeah. And it would be so subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it could be so powerful. Such a powerful movie. Yeah, and, the, and the crazy thing is you could literally take the script as is yeah. and just do a play out of it. You don't have to no, change anything. you don't anything. have to do anything. No changes. You know what's funny? After, it was actually mid-movie, you know, because we do things that are based off things, yeah. right? We'll, yep. we'll just take take that section off. Take that section off. We're going to skip the last section because it's not <laughs> fair. Um, It's not fair. No, it's really not. It's really not. Yeah. So anyway, the... Uh, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, this has got to be a play. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's got to be based on a play. Yeah. And I looked everywhere. <laughs> and there's no play. And, no. The, and the guy just wrote it. Yeah. For a movie. Right. That's so weird. I wonder, here's the thing that I wonder. I wonder if he wrote it as a play and couldn't get any 
Playhouse to take it up. And was just like, well, I guess I'll do a movie out of it. Because you can totally see that. And the money comes easier for movies because more and more organizations want to get into the movie business now. Hmm. So you can find somebody to invest in your film and then sell it to somebody. Well, I would buy this. I'd go see this play. And I really am not much for going and seeing stage plays. So... Oh, I used to go to a lot of stage plays. Did you? Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, before the great, <laughs> the great COVID. Um, all right, sound and score. I gave it a four. I gave it a four as well. And it's not that it was bad. It's not that it was uh, unoriginal. It was subtle, kind of like yep. the movie. Uh, some, and some good era jazz. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. like softer fifties jazz. Um, but I mean, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like at some point there could have been a lot more involved with it. Yeah, maybe. that's. But I that's don't know if I it would have well. helped. You know, I, mean, I I don't know if it would cr- would have crowded the movie or anything. But I feel like the score was almost like too subtle because hmm. so much of the movie is subtle, and then the score was even more subtle than that to not get in the way. I don't know. It might not be fair to give it a four, but I gave it a four as well because of that same thing. It just it was good, but it didn't feel present enough to be memorable. You know, yeah. Uh, what are your totals for uh, the four categories we're doing? For the four categories, I have eighteen points. Same as me. Yeah. So we are at eighteen twenty. Got to do some mathematics really quickly. There's always mathematics that makes this movie a nine out of ten. Wow. With us. That's that's where I want it to be. I agree. Let's look at uh, Tomato Meter 85, audience score 92. So, as usual, this podcast. <laughs> so, so, that one actually, like, the, the, the critics are, were okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's certified okay. fresh. Certified fresh. Um, and they don't really say, you know, you know, I don't read reviews on this podcast anymore. I did that for a whole season. It, it annoyed me. Um, <laughs> you know, like, this one is a rotten one. I'm, uh, it says. Uh, he calls it Chicago too many times. He called it theatrical, but it's... Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that, I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, this person didn't like the accents. But, I mean, I've been to Chicago plenty of times. Um, and They're I think pretty close. I think it's pretty good. Especially yeah. if you take into account when this was supposed to take place. So, anyway, uh, you know, just a few bad things. Um, this person said... Uh, Rylance almost makes it work. Whew. So they were still giving him praise. Let's say almost. everybody else was out there saying the bears. Yeah, it's like basically that. everybody not liking the two characters I mentioned. Yeah. Right? Richie and... Uh, I still like them. Guy. I thought they were good. No, what what did you think of the father, Roy? Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah if, you're, if you're talking about that era and like his character, he, there, there were some points where his acting was... Uh, it didn't even feel like acting, you yeah. know. Like and that's some of the best stuff, you know, is yeah. when you just when he like starts to question where his son is. I mean, it really yeah. gets to a point where you're like, and he's talking to him, and he's like, "Well, why are you here? Why are you not out looking for?" Him? He's like, "Well, that's my son's coat." And you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and he didn't do it. I mean, he did it like a guy who runs a criminal organization. Yeah, you yeah. Know? like it wasn't like he's always like he's always hawkeying everyone because yeah. everyone's trying to get up on him. You he know? doesn't trust anybody, and it fit the character. The actor did a great job, um, and really, I mean, I I thought everybody did a great job, and that's why this movie just got the highest score we've ever gotten out. You know, yeah, so far at, by quite a margin, I think. Yeah, boom, go, go see this one, Every, everyone. Watch now, it. Where do we watch it? I think it was on Peacock. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's verify. That. I don't remember. What I noticed was that uh, the service like gave me 90 seconds of commercials at the beginning and then let me watch the movie without interruption, which was really nice for this movie. It would have messed the movie up something fiercely. You had to take fiercely. a note of it. Because when we talk about... Because yeah, it would have messed the movie up something fierce if, if they had <laughs> stuck commercials in here. It's yeah. like... You know, okay, now this guy's dead, and suddenly uh, we can give you the Febreze thing. It's like... <laughs> All right, it was on Peacock. It was on Peacock. Um, but yeah, keep uh, keep that in mind when we talk uh, on August 1st about the best yeah. streaming service. Yeah. This movie is worth, if you can get a uh, free trial on Peacock, if you don't have it, this movie is worth signing up for a free trial just to watch it. I mean, we've had, what, eight, no, 1883 was Paramount. Yes, that what was Paramount. What else do we do on Peacock? I don't remember. There, um, the Northman. The Northman. An ambulance. That one is... Uh, the Northman is not worth signing oh, up to Peacock boy. for. Ambulance and the Northman. Even though I tried to redeem... Well, this movie redeems... We're this movie about. redeems Peacock. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Well, Ambulance was fun. I mean... <laughs> it was. It was fun. But this, I enjoyed a lot more. Uh, I did yeah. choose the Steakhouse this, over this movie. This movie, I'll watch again. I'll probably watch this movie a couple of times yeah. over the next four or five years. So. Well, make sure to watch Dunkirk, too. Dunkirk. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for listening. Uh, very, very good movie. Very good episode because uh, we have a we have a pretty solid winner for one of the best movies this year. <laughs> uh, so until next time, make sure to like, listen, subscribe, rate. Five-star review. What else do you do? You share, man. Share. You share. I don't have social media. <laughs> so I have no <laughs> idea what that means. Neither do I. But I have a computer, obviously. I'm doing this show. All right, uh, we will see you next time Just when I'm Texas, talking... Uh, Texas show to random numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next thing we're talking about is uh, a Netflix show. That's all I'm going to say. See you next time. Adios. Adios. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You see it every day. The first dollar you earn from your first customer. Now it hangs on your wall at headquarters. A reminder of where you started and the promise of what's still to come. In part because you rely on Sandy Spring Bank to help you make the right choices on real estate and equipment loans, treasury management, and commercial services. 
We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 